This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. Good afternoon. Thank you once again for joining me. Julian Campbell here. We've got another fantastic show lined up for you this week. A bit later in the program, we're going to look at some of those little tips and business ideas that might work for your business right now. We're also going to be talking with John Cayley from the Lake Macquarie Business Centre about a business checkpoints uh, solution and, and checking the health of your business. But right now, we're going to talk with Daniel Quinn from the Insolvency Accountants SV Partners about the general employee entitlements and redundancy scheme and other things that are going on in the marketplace. Good afternoon, Daniel. Good afternoon, Julian. How are you? I'm very well. Yourself? Yes, thank Must... you. Uh, thanks for having me back. A busy time for you, is it? Um, we're getting busier. Yeah. Um, but again, we'll just talk through a few statistics, as I tend to um, whenever I'm on your show. Yeah. Um, we uh, at SV Partners just follow the... Um, the ASIC website and, and come up with our own statistics as well. Um, so I've just done a bit of a comparison between the first quarter of this year and the first quarter of last year. So what's happening in New South Wales at the moment? Well, in New South Wales, we've had an increase over the year, over the year of 10%, um, whereas um, last year there were 1,400 companies in the first three months going into liquidation. There's been 1,500 and 15 this year. Mm. Um, now, the Australia average is 30%, so we're not doing too badly, but it still is an alarming figure. What, what about the Hunter itself? Have you got any figures for there, or just, just I, New I South? I haven't. Um, we, that's something we're actually looking into at the moment. We've got our, um, our marketing guys up in, um, in our Brisbane office, so hopefully next time we speak, um, they'll have got their act together, and yeah. we might even be able to actually have a, a, a show itself, just, you know, just governed on those for the 10 minutes I speak on. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, companies going liqui- into liquidation. What about bankruptcies? Um, bankruptcies, um, that's again, it is 10% as well, um, uh, and, but the figures are slightly higher. Um, last year there were 2,392 people uh, in, the, in the first three months, and this year it's 2,577 um, mm. so far. Um, so again, the figures are high. Um, but again, going back to your question on the hunter, um, you hear on the radio and things over like Nelson Bay being the, the capital in New South Wales for mortgage repossessions. Mm. So it, it sometimes portrays us in a bit of a bad light in this area. Yes. Um, but then the figures that I'd like to see are how many of those were actually holiday homes that have been repossessed to people down in Sydney, uh, and they may not have actually even led to bankruptcies. It might okay. have been that they just let them fall and couldn't afford their repayments. Yeah. Uh, so but they don't report those figures. So do you think this is an indication that the uh, the global crisis is starting to bite? Uh, I think that's the million-dollar question. Yeah. Um, I'd love to have the answer for you. Um, and again, following the newspapers and radio stations and things, no one seems to know. Mm. Um, like you read different views all the time. Uh, economists and business surveyors come up with different ideas. And then you look at the federal budget and they're talking about you know, in, in unemployment rate going up to 8.25% by, the, by 2010. Mm. Yet the economists are saying we're all on the mend and everything's going to be fine. Mm. So you just don't know who to believe. Um, you know, but we we are seeing a marked increase in the number of inquiries we're having, if that, if that helps answer the question. It's better to be positive than negative, though, isn't it? We've always got to be positive. Because, I mean, uh, you know, back in the, the, the previous recession we had in the early 90s, we were up to about 12% unemployment here in the Hunter. Yeah. So. yeah. And, and, I know, and I know now um, whether or not it's through learning from the number of times we've had these bad times, 
but companies are taking steps to mm. uh, mitigate their losses. Um, and I know that, and again, I read in the, the Herald today that um, you know, it's been the, uh, the lowest increase in salaries um, since 2004, mm. the March month. Um, and again, you know, you've got um, companies who are laying off staff or, or just merging roles or, or even making people go part-time just to you know, reduce their overheads, which, which helps keep companies going longer, and hopefully they can just fight through it. So, of course, there were some things in the budget designed to try and help the situation? Yes, yeah, and again, you know, um, let's just hope that they do work. Yeah. Um, I know that sounds strange when I'm in that line of business, but we don't like to see of course not. people, employees, whatever, losing out on their jobs and... You know, we'd, we'd prefer to actually be able to turn businesses around rather than just pick up the pieces when they when they go into bankruptcy. Now, now with employees looking losing their jobs, this uh, general employee entitlements and redundancy scheme or gears yes. is designed to help that, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, just to give a very general background, because um, it does relate to the Hunter area. Um, in two thousand and one, um, the government um, set up a taxpayer funded scheme, which is this. General Employee Entitlement Redundancy Scheme you referred to, yes. in response to concerns that the number of big businesses at that time that were, were closing were leading to a lot of employees losing out in their entitlements. And the, and the big case really was the National Textiles Company up in the Hunter Valley, yeah. where about 11 million worth of entitlements were lost. I think the government stepped in then anyway, mm. even though this scheme wasn't um, in place. So this scheme came on the back of those big companies failing. And the idea is to I said, just help employees who have lost their jobs as a result of the insolvency of their employer, um, be it a company or a partnership or a sole trader. Um, now, there are protections in place anyway through the Normal Corporations Act that relate to solvent companies. So if a company goes into liquidation and there is some money there, the employees have first bite of the cherry. Um, mm. But then this now comes in to protect those of the companies where there isn't money to pay them. So are employees number one, or was, I thought the tax office was up there somewhere? No, that, that's not the case anymore. Okay. Uh, the, the tax office are now just treated as a normal trading creditor, um, and that, that's, um, you know, they, they don't have you know, the first call on the money anymore. Mm. Um, and there's been recent cases where they say, well, we're going to come in and we, we have a right to recover all the debtors of the company, but they don't enforce that, and they've now openly said that they're not going to enforce that either. Mm. Um, so the employees come first, um, and then you know, the tax office just come with everyone else and, and receive a dividend rather than all the money that's there, which, which obviously helps everyone with their continued trading. So, so obviously in these uh, challenging times, it's important for... Uh, companies to be looking at their cash flows and, and things like that. I noticed the, the builder that went under this morning uh, uh, was a cash flow situation. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but I think, I think really, uh, just, just getting it back to the gears scheme, um, because this is there in place, I think the thing to stress is that business owners, they shouldn't just disregard the fact that, you know, they shouldn't, what I'm trying to say is they... they they, they have to be aware that this scheme is there so that they know that they're not going to just leave their employees high and dry if their mm. businesses fail. Um, so although, yes, watch their cash flow, if things do go horribly wrong, there are employees who, which are effectively the bread and butter of the business yes. um, aren't going to be losing out. They are entitled through this gear scheme to, you know, I'll just run through the list of what they're entitled to. Um, they're entitled to three, three months' wages. Um, there is a maximum on that. 
So if an employee earns, um, I think it's 106400 a year, and they can't claim their three months, but I think a lot of people fall into the category where they can, all their unpaid leave, all their unpaid long service leave, and they're entitled to five weeks unpaid payment in lieu of notice and 16 weeks redundancy entitlements. Mm. So, so they are entitled to a lot, um, and, and the government, you know, stand by what they say and they do pay it out. Do, um, does that include the directors? Because the directors would be employees. Yeah, directors are employees, but because they have control of the company, their amount is capped. Okay. Um, their unpaid wages are capped at $2,000, and their annual leave and long service leave is capped at 1500 mm-hmm. and they're not entitled to payment in lieu of notice or redundancy. Mm. So they're still, they're still there. They can still claim, mm. um, but they don't, like the rest of their staff, um, receive all they're entitled mm. to. Mm. Now, the thing that isn't included, and I haven't mentioned, is superannuation. Um, now, unfortunately, at the moment, that's not, although, you know, reading around the subject there, they, there's been the times where people have been canvassing to have it included because, you know, again, employees, and when they do have cash flow, sometimes the, the super gets forgotten about in, in place of the trading creditors. They've got to keep happy to carry on trading. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, you know, there's a lot of employees out there who, when companies fail, they lose their super entitlement. Mm, right. Well, thanks very much for your time, Daniel. No problem, That's really. a useful scheme for people to certainly know about at this moment in time, I think. It is, yeah. Mm. It's just with a number of companies obviously struggling. Um, and and the number of employees who might be out there listening, mm. um, it's you know, it, and I know that it's it's not a replacement for a job, but at least it means that you know the, the entitlements mm. that they're outstanding now they sh- they should get. Right. Well, thanks for your time, Daniel. We'll talk to you again another time. Thanks, Julian. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Daniel Quinn there, um, just helping us to understand the uh, the gears scheme or general employee entitlements and redundancy scheme, which uh, obviously could be coming into for quite a bit if uh, some of these companies continue to face the challenges. Business, the law and you, and time to have a chat with John Cayley. Good afternoon, John. Afternoon, Julian. You enjoying your lunch over there? I am. Belmont Golf Club. Lindsay yeah. Tanner's about to give us a talk, so oh. I'm looking forward to it. So we better hurry up so you can go and listen to him, eh? Yes. See if there's any money in it for us. But let's hope so. <laughs> so we're, we're talking about the health of your business today, or business checkpoint. Why, why would we want to uh, check our business? Well, in, in times like we're in at the moment, uh, you need optimum performance out of your business. You know, often uh, today, you need optimum performance just to hold the line. Yes. But, you, know, the, you know, fundamentally, you want to grow. Uh, you may feel challenged at the moment because of the economic times probably feel a bit lonely. What the hell do I do? You know, you, uh, where do I go from here? You know, that's yeah. the sort of situation that you're probably in at the moment. Especially small businesses, uh, one sole traders or uh, partners wondering where to go with uh, for solutions? Exactly. I mean, times have changed significantly in a very, very short period of time. So mm. you're suddenly confronted with the need to do things that you probably haven't had to do for the last 15 years. Mm. You know, to, to look objectively at your business. So, so uh, checking your health is very, very important. So uh, obviously if I'm going to check my health, I go to a doctor or I uh, check my temperature and things like that. What would I do for a business? Oh, you go to a, you know, typically a business coach. Uh, there's a, a number of organisations around that, that, that do do this sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> we do, for example. But What would they be looking for? Sorry? What would the what would the businesses or the uh, the uh, specialists that you went to see be looking at in your business? 
Yeah, they'd be wanting to have a good look at every element of your business. You know, typically uh, when you're in a situation like this, you might go to your accountant and try and understand what your performance is like. Yeah. Well, right now that's not enough. Yes. You've got to understand whether your sales process is working, or in fact before that, whether your marketing's working, whether it's effective. Yeah. You've probably been doing marketing in, that's not been that sharp in the good times. It's produced the results that you've needed. Yes. But in tough times, it's not producing any results. Yeah. So you've got to sharpen that up. You've got to measure it and, and, and see how it works. Then your sales process. Am I applying, you know, am I following the right sales process here? Again, during good times, you tend to get a little bit lax because people tend to want to place orders rather than you need to pursue them to get orders from them. Mm. You know, uh, you need to look at your systems. You know, are they tight? Are they efficient? Are the customers getting the service that you, you know, that they need and deserve? Yes. Is your customer service, uh, yeah, as, as separate from your systems delivering it, but is your customer service, it's keeping your customers aware of the process of an order, you know, looking after them through that process, making sure that... That's pretty po- important at the moment, isn't it? it? That's pretty important at the moment, the customer service. Uh, oh, it's going to kind of separate the uh, the good businesses from the not-so-good, isn't it? Oh, it, it, absolutely, absolutely. There's a lot of businesses out there have got very lazy, and they're, and they're slow to pick up on that. Mm. So if you can do that right now, you're in front of the pack. So, in front so of the pack, when the good times come, you're going to you're take ready. off again. Yep. So I mean, really, we're putting our business under a microscope in this with this checking, aren't we? Um, I mean, I was talking to a business the other night who. Uh, or most of their business is coming from one source, and that one source is about to dry up. So suddenly, uh, they've got to start looking elsewhere very quickly. They do. Uh, there's one thing I haven't mentioned there, which is also important. I, I, I mentioned earlier in a piece about going to see your accountant. Very important as part of this as well to check your financial ratios. Yes. Make sure that they, they're, you know, you, you're in the right ballpark with those. Yeah. Very important. And of course, there is uh, some government help with with some of this stuff at the moment, helping businesses. So it's always important to uh, to seek some of that out, isn't it? Oh, it is. Your government has actually put out some funding to assist businesses and to help them look at their business and understand what, how healthy they are. Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's a very good initiative from the government. It's part of the uh, the package that's come out recently. Fantastic. So that's if you can get access to that. Uh, do it, you know. All right. If anyone needs to, in fact, if they give me a ring, I can point them in the right direction in regard to that. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks very much for that, John. Uh, you'll be able to get back to your lunch and uh, Lindsay Tanner, and uh, we'll talk to you next week about generating some leads and business. Cheers, Julian. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. John Cayley there from the uh, Lake Macquarie Business Centre. Yes, look at your business. It's an ideal time to put it under the microscope, find out where those holes are, start patching them up, and uh, just be aware there is some government funding in some areas, so uh, we should be making a full advantage of all of that. Business, the law and you. For our sponsor, Lake Macquarie Business Centre, Oakdale Road, Gateshead. Helping to grow your business. 2 in your RFM, 103.7. Well, it's time to have a look at some of those quick business tips that uh, are in one of these magazines and uh, help us with some of those ideas. Uh, um, Someone in Brisbane there uh, reduced her 30-day accounts to less than 10% of the entire ledger through a judicious use of positive collection stickers as opposed to those who are so blunt and offensive that people deliberately ignore them. Um, A couple of them that she used that were very good were like this. 
Thank you for being such a good customer. We wish we had more like you. And the other one said, Money talks, but none of yours has spoken to us for some time. Why not give me a call? The first admits a feeling of friendliness and begs for loyalty in return, and it's hard to ignore someone who's paying you a compliment. The second is humorous, yet imparts the desired message. Of course, these stickers are only an integral part uh, of debt collection system. You just uh, have to make sure that you do actually make some of those calls as well. And what about this one? This sign was recently uh, seen uh, on a, a business wrecking yard and the manager openly admitted that his customers were the greatest bunch of whingers and misers on the, ca- on the planet. And this had a devastating effect on the morale of his employees. In a desperate effort to get his staff to understand the importance of the customer, he affixed the following sign to the wall of the staff of lunchroom. It takes no more time to be courteous than to be rude and courtesy pays such a di- handsome dividends. Your weekly wage depends on the size of the dividend. On occasions, our customers will be downright rude and wrong. In these circumstances, we practice di- dip- diplomacy. And what is diplomacy? It's the art of thinking twice before saying nothing. And guess what? The sign had a result and uh, produced positive attitude in the employees. What about this one? How is this for a neat idea, invisible customer relations? Um, one, of, one of the people hit upon the idea of a basketball competition within the, wherein the customer on the way out of the door had to slam dunk a tennis ball into one of two hoops. The first was for good service. The second was for I'm so impressed I'll be back. Both hooks, hooks were, hoops were hooked up to a very visible scale. Not surprisingly, there's a very strong lean towards the I'm so impressed, I'll be back basket. And people do come back, plus it adds a bit of merriment and excitement to uh, the people that uh, come in and out. And what about this one? Never forget W. Edwards Demings, who was an international quality expert, 80-20 rule. When it comes to quality control, the system is the problem 80% of the time, and the people are the fault only 20% of the time. The moral of that, when things go wrong, don't point the finger at the individual, examine the system first and see if it is at fault. Well, thank you for being with me for the last half hour. I hope you've enjoyed the program. Some interesting points there, weren't there? Next week, we'll discuss mentoring with work cover. We'll chat with John Carley from our sponsors about generating leads and business, and we'll look at some more of those simple little tips for your business. I'd love your company again next Thursday at the same time for Business, the Law and You. As you remember, focus your passion on your vision. <laughs>